You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Smartest Guys in Marketing podcast here with your host, Chris Evans and Taylor Welch, the young <laughs> mustache from Nashville. That was just mean. It's fresh in my mind because I was just reading some Facebook comments on our ads the other day, and there's this whole thread of people making fun of Taylor's mustache. Just, dude, publicly acknowledge for a minute that I've gotten better at not trolling the trolls. You've gotten a lot better. I encourage yeah. them and I wink at them and I do smiley faces, but heart, emo- heart emojis. Yeah, this we have this one ad for the memos. It's just killing it. Like it did a really good job. And some people in the world are just obsessed with finding what's wrong with it. And they pointed out that I couldn't grow a full mustache. It's very rude. And I was like, hey, bro. <laughs> We're acquiring customers from paid traffic like every single day. Screw you. This sucks for you. Sorry. Mustache. Yeah. Anyways. That's all right, man. It's going to grow. I'm believing you. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Take us home. We're talking about success rehearsals. The key to making Ooh. success. Second Ooh. nature. Success rehearsals. Like, oh, wow. We. Who? We need to trademark that, man. Like people talk about it, bro. Already submitted to our attorney. (laughs) Success rehearsals. Yeah, this is this is gonna be great. It's amazing, man. Like it's amazing when you've had some success and looking back what it takes and how many people are so close to success with all the people that we deal with, all walks of life, all ethnicities, all genders. (laughs) Okay. All right. So many people, many, many times get so close to success and they fail. And I think a lot of it's because they're not f- familiar with success. They're not, they're not familiar with, with what it takes to be successful. And so we have kind of a little hack for you today to help you get to success and almost make it like second nature. It's very, very good. What do you think about that? I think it's true. I think that there's different spheres or zones you have to pay attention to. And, um, you know, I want to be, be cognizant of the fact that, you know, we we're very good marketing people. Like we, we put out marketing and we have one of the most, I think, sophisticated and effective marketing systems on the planet for clients. But marketing is not the end all be all. It's one pillar on the Parthenon. There's other pillars. And a lot of times people, I'll never forget back in the day, one of our very first mentors was like, dude, you got to stop reading marketing books. I was like, why? I'm a marketer. What do you know? You're an idiot. You know, you're richer than me, but who cares? He's like, Taylor, because yet you're, you're good at marketing, but you have $8,000 to your name. You don't understand cash flow. You don't understand finance and you go through ups and downs. You don't understand mindset. You don't understand business economics. He's like, just listed off this list. And I felt really childish and really dumb, but that's been one of the best pieces of advice for me because 
at this point, it's, I can totally see it. Marketing is one piece of the pie. The rest is how do you engineer a version of yourself that is better than the one you had yesterday? How do you, you know, go into the office in the morning and make sure that you're always effective time management, productivity, efficiency, and output. There are all these different areas. And so today I think what we're talking about is the mental hacks for being successful because it all starts in the minds. Yeah. Can I tell a story about Hitchcock real quick? Yes. So Alfred Hitchcock, probably one of the greatest storytellers, directors. Never heard of him. (laughs) Typical millennial. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Sorry, saying that every one of our podcast episodes. So I was reading about him and in this book, they were just talking about his process and when he would film a movie. Now, first of all, let me start off by saying that his, the first movie that he directed was a disaster. Like it was a total failure. He was stressed out. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. Yeah. And so he vowed that he would never let that happen again. And so what he did is he got so familiar with the process every step what it took to produce a movie, what it took to write a movie, what it took to direct a movie from beginning to end. And so what he would do is he would rehearse in his mind every single step of the movie down to a T. And he would get ahead of all the problems, all the issues that he thought could happen. And he rehearsed what he would do if those problems came up. And so like he was, he got famous for being so, just docile when he was actually making movies like the actors and producers are like almost wondering if there's something wrong with him, right? One of the most probably stressful events that should be happening in his life, producing a movie where there's a lot on the line, money and time and effort and energy. He's sitting in his director's chair, almost falling asleep. And it's because he had rehearsed every single aspect over and over and over and over again, that he was so familiar with it that he was able to produce and direct from a place of rehearsing. Like he had already been there. He had already walked through it in his mind over and over. So he knew exactly what was supposed to happen, when it was supposed to happen. And if anything went wrong, he had already played it through his mind. He already, like he walked through the problems and how to deal with them so that if anything did happen, he already had backup plans. Like he would walk through it intently through his mind. And it's just reading that story and and just thinking about our own business. It was like a slap in the face. Like, Oh Mm. my God, this guy who's probably one of the greatest writers, directors, storytellers last hundred years was such a perfectionist in rehearsing his process that whenever he came up to a problem and an issue, he already had it dealt with. Yeah. So good. I think another thing to add to that is if you read Doctor, who's it? Maxwell Maltz, psychocybernetics author. There are a couple of other new books on this about the brain and how the brain processes input and information. And NBA players will visualize shooting free throws, a thousand of them. And the brain will actually interpret that as actually happening. Yeah. And the power of visualizing where you want to go and all of the detours that could happen to throw you off along the way. And I think this is, this is so profound. Like yesterday, you know, I had, was a, was a rough day. Taylor had a breakdown yesterday. Not like I wasn't wanting to kill myself, but Chris was like, what's wrong with you? I'm just like, I'm freaking stressed. Don't ever talk to me again. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. Not really. <laughs> Not really. Some days are just, you know, rough, busy, yeah. crazy. And um, I didn't do my morning formula, which is something we talk about, which is basically a, 
hodgepodge of documents that I want to read, goals that I have, visualizing performance and going through kind of some of the, the identity traits that I want to have in my life. A little bit of mindfulness, meditation, et cetera. Anyways, I didn't do it yesterday. And so what happened is I was reacting out of everything that came at me from just a place of random. Like I was, I didn't really know why I was making certain decisions because I hadn't locked it in in the morning. I hadn't rehearsed the day. I hadn't rehearsed my ideal destination at the end of the day. So everything that was happening, it was just requiring so much bandwidth for me, dude. Like by three o'clock, you talked to me, I was just spent. You were like wasting away. Like, I don't even know where I'm going right now. You're on the and phone. Think, I'm like, I'm like, I was just talking and I'm like, Taylor, are you, are you there? I'm like, yeah, man, it sounds good. Yeah. Do it. I'm like, uh, okay, I'm a million dollars. I'm going to Tahiti. Well, let's talk about bandwidth for this because when you, when, when you do this right, it allows you to make decisions very quickly, very effectively, and from a place where there's no emotion attached to it. As opposed to when you have it rehearsed, everything is brand new. You're having to really go through the pros and cons for everything. It's bandwidth intensive. It takes you forever. And this is probably like a pro level hack to being able to get to the end of the day with energy, passion, still be fulfilled, not want to jump out of the window like I did yesterday. This is really important. Yeah, I would argue I'd I'd re-listen to this episode five times at least. Maybe seven. Maybe 10. Maybe 20 because we're really trying to get our download numbers up. (laughs) (laughs) And you can help. (laughs) You can help today. You know, we we just watched the movie. You may have seen this. The kids absolutely love it. It's called The Greatest Showman. It's about P.T. Barnum. Never heard of him. (laughs) Difficult. (laughs) <laughs> okay i'm just kidding i have heard of him continue so anyways the kids were like freaked out like the, obviously the soundtrack came out and they were like just out of their minds about it and so i was looking it up because we were thinking about taking them to see it and i was just doing some research on it and i just i saw came upon videos of them rehearsing for months and months and just thinking about this movie ended up being it was a great movie and yeah, a lot of fun with the kids just thinking about if they had like tried to film that movie without rehearsing the songs without rehearsing the dance scenes. Yeah. How much of a failure, how embarrassing would it be if they were to do that? But the fact of the matter is, that's what many of you are doing in your business. Oh. Where's the microphone? Because I need to drop it right now. <laughs> so true, man. So true. So true. Like you, you, are, you have a, an amazing stage that you can operate on, but you're not rehearsing before you go to the big show. And so you're going to fail over and over. You're going to get right to the brink of success and you're going to get embarrassed or you're going to get burnt out or you're going to get tired. This definitely took a turn for the worst. (laughs) And so you have to have failure in your rehearsal. You have to walk through all the process. Like, okay, if I make this move, if I I dance here, if I take this step or whatever it might be, and you have to address those problems in your quote, your rehearsal and walk through it many, many times so that when you actually get in front of people, you know, you're going to perform really well. So here's the key. Here's the the big magnanimous takeaway. Trafficandfunnels.com slash memos. (laughs) If you want, if you want, if you want to do all these things and not end up where Chris just basically prophesied that you would end up, (laughs) <laughs> memos all the way. We will save you from yourself. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Good point. Anything else? Any last words of wisdom as we close? 
Well, I think you could take this and break it down to your, for yourself daily, weekly, monthly, like even just rehearsing your daily routine, just like Taylor said a minute ago, write out a list of what you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to accomplish and see yourself doing that. Like, okay, what do I need to do? What are the questions I need to be asking myself? Who are the people I need to be talking to? What are the things I need to execute on? And walking through that for 30 minutes and even doing that for the week, doing that for the month. And hopefully you will discover issues and problems in the course of that. And then how to essentially walk through those. Now, if you don't have someone in your corner helping you with that, then that's going to be a challenge, right? This is something that you can practically take this lesson and apply it to where you are. And this is not only in business, but this is in your life. Like even maybe hard conversations you need to have with somebody. Rehearse it. Go through it. Like your mom. <laughs> like your mother. We just, in, in another point of the memos, we just finished a brand new bonus memos edition. It's really good. We've gotten a lot of good feedback. So I want to just give a couple bullets of what we're covering in that. And then anytime you do subscribe to the memos, you will get this in digital PDF format immediately. Is that cool if you hit that real, real fast? Yeah. All right. The value of strategic and long-term thinking plus stories from me and Chris on how to do this in your business. Henry Ford would think it'd be worth $180 billion today based on today's money. So we break down a couple of stories from Henry Ford about how to use asset management to boost your marketing. The four irrefutable laws of wealth. Ooh, this is good. Very, very good. And you know, we talk about there are different, different pillars. It's not all about marketing. We study a lot of wealth principles and cash flow engineering. There are only four things that we've found. We've got thousands and thousands of clients. We've spent probably millions of dollars in the last two years on mentorship. Four things that de- determine your economic standing, how much money you have, right? Typical investment versus business investment, differences in ROI, when to invest in both, understanding sequence. Here's a big one. You can be disrespectful to almost everyone and everything in your life. Not saying you should, saying it's true, you can, and you can still be successful. But there's one thing we found that if you disrespect this principle, you'll be broke. Broke is a joke, no hope. You got to pick it up. How to positively manipulate your business and your income using kinetic energy. This is sort of what we talked about today, which is like the power of the mind. We have science now that can actually monitor the level of thinking that's coming out of a person's brain, rate them on a chart and tell someone what they're thinking about. It's amazing. It's insane. Crazy times we live in. And you can actually use these types of thinking patterns to grow your business. Three types of education that you should be spending money on. It's really, really good. There's a huge long list that I can get into, but moral of the story is there's literally nowhere else on the planet that you can get this amount of real world, real time in the trenches, business and marketing advice for whatever we're charging for it. Nowhere else on the planet. Just suck it up and do it. Trappingfunnels.com slash memos. All right, guys. That's it. Love you. Peace. This is the podcastfactory.com.